Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Happy Holidays! How are you? It has been a bit since we've done a solo episode, and so that is what we are doing today. Now, for those of you who don't know, I live in Michigan, and we have something called Lake Effect Snow here on the west side because we're by all those great lakes. And so we just got our first dump of so much snow. To give you an idea of how much snow we have, I have an adorable corgi named Pirate, and the snow was taller than Pirate was. That did not stop him, however, from trying to basically bulldoze plow his way through the snow. That didn't last too long, though, because he realized it was a little bit of a lost cause there. <laughs> there is nothing cuter than watching a corgi trek through the snow, not able to see what's coming next because the snow is so tall. And yet, they keep going. Or at one point he just stopped and was like, okay, I can't go any farther. And he just waited for me to pick him up. It was so cute and so much fun for anyone who's ever heard of cold therapy. Michigan has the best of kinds by the season itself. It's so healing to just go out there and enjoy the cold. So For everyone in Western Michigan, I am with you here, loving the snow. I'm thinking of buying a sled, but first I need to get boots for, uh, for the winter. I only have boots that I got from California. So they're like fashion boots. They are not snow boots. So that'll be something I, I get real soon here. All right. Today I want to talk with you all about layoffs and, For anyone on LinkedIn, I mean, you're probably seeing layoff after layoff after layoff of people reporting their status or uh, companies and friends and loved ones that they know who've been laid off. And so today I want to share with you a specific process that can help you if you've been laid off. This is designed specifically for those who were actually laid off. So I, I make that caveat because I've, I've been seeing on LinkedIn, people will say things like, I was one of the ones affected by the layoffs, implying that they were laid off, so they were the one impacted and, and maybe that the others weren't. But the truth is, every single person in that company is affected by the layoffs. So whether you remain in the company or you are no longer with the company, you're impacted. It changes the whole culture of the company. It changes the sense of psychological safety that you may have had within the company. And so please know, even if you're, you're one of the ones left behind, so to speak, as in still at the company, you're still of course impacted by the effects of it. And there's things that can be done to help you with that. And I'd love to support you in that endeavor if that's something you're interested in. Today's episode, though, is specifically for the job seekers, those who have been laid off and are wanting to know what to do next. 
And what you'll find is a step-by-step process outlined in today's episode. We cover the emotional, energetic, Uh, mental aspect as well as the tactical. Now, for the sake of all of our time today, we aren't going to be able to go to every little intricacy. If that's something you're looking for, join me in one-on-one coaching. We can map that out together specific to you because it will depend on the type of role you're looking for, the industry, the company's size, as well as your level of experience and what you're wanting next for your role. So we can map that out together, coaching with one another in a one-on-one coaching capacity. You can learn more about that process by going to beliefseed.com slash coaching. Okay. We will dive into our episode now, and as you know, I always celebrate with some work wins, and today I am celebrating one of my clients who was just signed on with an agency. It's something she'd been wanting and dreaming about for years and years, and it never quite felt like the right time. And she didn't want to force it. She wanted to flow with it from a place that was guided by her intuition, by her calling. And so she didn't push for it, but lately has been really showing up in alignment with herself, speaking her truth. She's transformed the way that she shows up on social media, and she's been uh, sharing in a way that is more vulnerable, allowing herself to be more seen. And as a part of that, an agency reached out to her for a dream role. I am so celebrating this client for this win because what it demonstrates is not only our abilities to set up energetically what we want, but also that we don't have to force it. We don't have to feel like we're trudging. And it's not to say that there aren't going to be times where life is hard because sometimes that's a part of the experience to help us grow, but we don't have to do that unnecessarily so. We can find a way to flow with the world around us, to trust, to surrender in, into our experiences and be delighted by the outcome from that. And so that is what this client has demonstrated in the way that she attracted this new job opportunity. And for all of you listening, let this be a cue for you to think about the ways in which you go about accomplishing the goals you have not just the goal itself, because the way there in so many ways matters so much more than the outcome you're after. Okay, let's get into what to do if you've been laid off. I'm going to share the steps and then I'm going to go into each of them in more detail. There's five key steps that I want to cover today. Number one will be around acknowledging the emotion or the lack of emotion and I want to talk about this from a feminine aspect as well as a masculine aspect because I think it'll help you to differentiate depending on how you are feeling and your own alignment with that. Number two is going to be around identifying the headspace. That's that mental body. Number three is going to be about you being you and reconnecting to you. And so those first three steps are really more of the energetic aspect and the egoic aspect of self. Then the last two steps is where we get more tactical. Step four, we're talking about defining what you want. And then five, we're going to talk about the actual game plan. And we get really uh, tactical with that step in order to achieve it. And so that's where we're headed with today's episode. Those are the steps we're covering. At the end of the episode, you will have clarity on what to do if you've been laid off. You will know how to approach yourself and how to approach your next steps to get 
a job you love. And if you are listening and know somebody who's been laid off, go ahead and send them this episode so that they can enjoy it as well. All right. Step one, acknowledging the emotion or the lack thereof. So if you've just been laid off, you might feel numb. You might be in shock, almost like a denial at first. You might feel a little like you're in a dream. Like, is this real life? Did that really happen? You might, you might not have it fully set in until the next day or the next week or a couple weeks later. And so what we want to do first is acknowledge emotionally where you're at. Are you numb, which indicates a protection response, or are you empty, which indicates there just aren't emotions there that you're experiencing or processing, or are you feeling full of emotion and not knowing what to do with it? Some clues that you have not yet acknowledged an emotion that is there is you feel a sense of shock. So you might hear yourself say things like, this can't be happening. This doesn't feel real. You also might notice you're trying to find somebody to blame. You're trying to figure out, did I do something wrong? Did they do something wrong? You're trying to figure out the villain or the victim. And that's a sign that you're focusing on going on the attack as a protection, as opposed to maybe feeling some of the hurt that might be underneath it or the disappointment or the pure sadness from an opportunity that has ended. You might have an identity loss. So many of us get wrapped up in our careers. And it's not that that's a problem, but when, when they end, especially when they end without what feels like our own choice in creating that, we have a, a massive sense of losing our identity. Who am I without that job? And there's a lot of emotion that can come with that. Betrayal, embarrassment, insecurity, sorrow. And what I want to talk about here is the, the different types of emotion. You could have a clean emotion or dirty emotion. And it's not, it's not that any of these are, are wrong, but some emotions are on necessary layers that we add on based on judgments. And some are truly just the pure emotion that we want to experience. So if this is you and you've just been laid off, step one, acknowledge the emotion. How do you feel? How do you feel? And if you feel numb, numb in itself can be a cloud that we use to protect ourselves from the true emotion underneath. That isn't always the case. You'll know the difference because if it's a cloud of protection, it almost feels like you're in denial. You're ignoring the truth. You won't let yourself focus long enough on what happened to acknowledge how you feel. And that's more of the cloudiness and the numbing out. If there truly were no emotion, it would feel more like an emptiness. Not an empty in the sense of lack, though. Just an empty in the sense of absence. An absence of emotion, which is a valid response. And often a symbol that you've either already processed the emotion or that you've already radically accepted what's gone on. And so... There is no need for your ego to conjure an emotion in response to it. But we can't know where we're at with that unless we take the time to pause and say, how am 
I feeling? Am I feeling? The word emotion, let's take in a free sense. Let's let that be emotions in terms of emotional words of happy, sad, grief, excitement, trepidation, whatever it might be. Those are emotional words and maybe more of a feminine approach to it. But emotions in the masculine sense can sometimes show up as physical sensations, a tightness in the chest or in the jaw, a hollowness in the heart or in the stomach. So notice both not just from an emotional like, how do I feel, but also from a physical sensation of how is my body responding to this? And those who identify as men, I would especially offer that to you. How is my body responding to this? That might help you get in touch with that aspect without having to force an emotional word to attach to it. Everyone experiences emotions, but this might be another way in, more of a masculine approach to it. In either case, what can help us acknowledge the emotion whether we're talking from a physical sensation or more of that feelings-based approach, is to get grounded, reground into who you are. Go for a walk, put your feet on the ground, plant them in the carpet beneath them or wherever you're sitting. Take some breaths. When we say grounded, we mean centeredness. Masculine and feminine both benefit from this. It's, it creates a stable core from which to draw from, from which to know you're safe, to know you're secure. Create a sense of grounding for you. One way to do this is your breath, is exercise to release some of the extra tension within. Another, and this will take us to step two, is to get clear on your headspace because we can use how we think as a cue into how we feel and also as a way to help us get back into groundedness. We can't think our way into being grounded, but we can unthink our way there. So step two, identify your headspace. We talked earlier about noticing if you're creating a villain and that's also a cue of your, of your mental state, not just your emotional state. Help yourself release the blame as much as you can. This doesn't mean forcing forgiveness. It means acknowledging where you're at. Acceptance again. This is what's happened. This is how I feel. This is what I think about it now. I don't have to make what I think right or wrong or better or worse than another way to think. I can just acknowledge, though, identify the space from which I'm approaching this. Knowing it's okay, it is my human response. Knowing it doesn't mean I have to stay in that response, but acknowledging that that is where I'm at. To bring it back to groundedness, acceptance benefits from you being grounded in you. And and they are a relationship that plays off of each other. When you accept your current reality, it creates a sense of groundedness because now you have a sense of stability of it being okay. And when you feel it's okay and you have groundedness, it's easier to lean into the allowance of where you're at even more. This is not giving up, but it's letting go of who you used to be The version of you that had that job that is no longer there. And so a lot of right now with this getting grounded, identifying your mental thoughts and processing those emotional thoughts is processing the identity shift. 
a career change is a radical change because so much of our time is spent on our work, literally doing the job or thinking about the job or telling people about the job we have or wondering about what job we're going to pursue next within that company or within that role or building our skill set so we're better at that job. So much of our existence centers around what we do for a living. And so, of course, if that shifts, especially if you weren't expecting it, indicating the lack of control that we think we have, that we actually don't have the control we, we think we have. So it's like highlighting that to ourselves is a massive identity change. It's a massive release. It, it's not necessarily like the same as quitting a job because if you quit a job, it feels like it's in your hands. You've made the call. Maybe you had a lot of time to think about it and come to the decision, and then you decide to quit. Whereas with layoffs, you often can feel and truly are not a part of the decision process. It happened to you is the sense that we get. And when things happen to us, it can create a lot of fear because what, what it highlights is we think we can hold tightly to things and do all the right moves, be showing up to work on time, leading our careers in the way we want to, being an incredible employee, and yet still be let go. It doesn't mean you did something wrong. You're, of course, welcome to assess if there's anything you want to shift in how you approach your next job, but don't make getting laid off mean you did something wrong or that the company did something wrong. Let's get back to that piece on the radical release, the radical acceptance, the reconnection to the reality of where you're at. The thoughts that swirl around are egoic creations, the mental thoughts telling us what we should think, how we should respond, how we should feel. Let those swirl, but don't feel the need to grab a hold of them. Remember the truth of who you are was never the you that led the job. Or most so, that was the character you played. The play ended, my friend. Maybe a few shows before you were expecting. But that character has concluded. When I was in high school, I did a lot of the school plays. And it was so much fun to get to be different people. To get to feel different. And to get to have a whole new sense of reality and right and wrong and morals and ethics based on the character I played. And after every show... There was always a mourning process and certain characters that I still hold on to that I remember what it was like to get to be them and how fun it was to play them. Some that I loved more than others because of what what they drew out, the experience that I had from them. And I know that your job is not the same as a high school or doing a a part in a play. And yet there's so much that is the same about it. That is a parallel. That character has had its debut. It's had its time in the spotlight. 
The curtains have now closed. The applause has concluded. The show has completed. Now what do you want next? But before we can go there, and that's often what our ego will tell us, is it'll try to skip the process of getting grounded in the reality by just saying, okay, I lost my job. What's next? Where do I go next? What do I want to do next? What do I want? Oh my God, I got to know what I want. That we skip the part of reminding ourselves of who we are beyond that job that we had. We try to take this character forward into another play. Try to find the same play in another play company or whatever. We try to keep the character alive. But the character is over. It's concluded. It's retired. It's done. Before we can create the next character, we need to help ourselves remember who we are beyond the characters in themselves. And this is one of my favorite steps. Step three, reminding yourself who you are. You might right now be identifying a lot with, I am someone who just got laid off. But let's get beyond the you defined by the circumstance. And let's get to the you defined by the energetic qualities of what you bring, of who you are, of the essence that you share. How do you see yourself beyond what you do? Who are you beyond the habits that you have? Because habits indicate another character. And, and I am not here to say creating characters for ourselves is wrong, but I am here to remind ourselves that we are not the characters whom we play. We are beyond that. And so what I find can help my clients who are in the midst of a job change, whether it's voluntary or not, is to remember that zoomed out version of themselves. I like to think about it like you've you've turned the focus to the to being way zoomed out, zoomed out, zoomed out beyond yourself, beyond that life career that you had into this greater vision of you. And what that does is it reminds you of your qualities. And and we can get specific here. You can remind yourself, okay, what have I what, what have I accomplished? What did I learn from that job? Who did I become in that job? What did I bring to that company? Ask yourself those types of questions and then ask yourself, who am I beyond that job? What is it I bring to life itself? What is it that when I wake up in the morning, I'm offering to the world? There is something. You might not always know it because you're not asking yourself that question. But ask yourself that question now and it will remind you of who you are beyond that job. The essence, the qualities. What is it that your friends say about you, that they love about you? What is it that sticks out that you remember somebody said that they appreciated in you? Those are clues into what you truly value about yourself. Points of purpose that you can call upon now to remind you of you. Because a layoff could be the best thing ever. It could be this opportunity from the universe to reconnect to yourself. It could be this gift to consider who you are now beyond that role that you had. Perhaps
Perhaps you were getting comfortable in that position. Perhaps you were finding a sense of ease within that role. And this shakeup is that opportunity to create a sense of ease beyond that role, of groundedness in you beyond the you you were when you had that character that you no longer are. You get to break character. You get to create a new mold. But before we create the new mold, remind yourself of the qualities that you are. And that way we can bring them into this next mold, this next version of you. Because in this life, we are constant identity shifts, reminding ourselves of who we are and letting go of that version to create the next, the new, over and over again, but stable and grounded in the essence, the energetic aspect of our soul, of our spirit within. That's groundedness, is coming and approaching life from that truth, having fun, trying on these characters of who we are, connected to the soul within. We can be grounded into the earth, into the energy of the universe, into the energetic essence of us in energy form. And if this sounds super lofty, let's make it more tangible. And to do so, we're going to now go to step four, which is defining what you want. You've reminded yourself of who you are. Now, what do you want next? It's your opportunity for your ideal role. Perhaps you getting laid off is the cue to start that business you've been dreaming of or to pursue that freelance work that you were thinking about or to try a new sector or new industry. Maybe truthfully, you were a little bit bored or a little disconnected, or maybe you actually loved it and this is your chance to find something else that you can love just as much, but fits in with who you are now becoming. We don't need to know why we got laid off. We think we do. The mind wants to have an answer to that question so it can stop it from happening again because it wants control that it can never truly fully have because control doesn't come from the ego. It comes from the soul. And so when our egoic mind tries to understand things for the sake of preventing them in the future, it sets itself up for failure because it can never prevent the unfolding that it was never meant to control in the first place. And so instead of trying to figure out what did I do wrong, why did that happen to me from a place of lack of trying to stop it from the future occurrence, approach what happened in the sense of what do I want next? What do I want to take from that opportunity? What do I want to bring into my next career? What did I love about that job? The company culture, the people I worked with, the actual tasks that I did, my flexibility, my work format and structure, my day-to-day, who I was in that role, the way I communicated in that role. And now, what do I want to change about those aspects? What would I like to be different? Because guess what? You're in the energy wave aspect here. When you're thinking about what you want, you have a sea of endless possibilities of things to want. And you're helping yourself to focus on specific ones to help those come to fruition. But this is a point of play. Because there's so many possibilities. Don't let yourself drown in the possibilities, though. Trying to find the perfect one. There is no perfect one. So lean into what feels energetically pleasing. What do I mean by energetically pleasing? I mean, what feels good? What calls to you? What sounds fun? What's the first thing you hear when you ask yourself, what do I want next? 
Even if it's a vague theme of freedom. Okay, how can I help create that? And this is where you can bring the ego back into it and say, ego or mind, help me create that. What can I do? What can be some next steps that I could take? And you can work with that mindset part of you to create the steps that fuel the longing for what you're after, knowing there's no specific circumstance that's required to create it. So help yourself define what you want, to do work that you want to do, to be you in a company culture that you love. This layoff is your opportunity to become who you want to be. And maybe you're hearing this and you're like, I already am who I want to be. Brilliant. Now perhaps the layoff was a chance for another company to get to benefit from it. Perhaps it wasn't about you, but about the next step, the next people that get to be around your energy. Perhaps that's why this happened. Again, we don't need to know why. But by exploring this in this podcast episode, it can open up the fact that it doesn't have to all be about you. It could be about them, the universe, the people that are waiting to connect with you and that you also may be waiting to connect with that you don't even know yet, that you haven't even met yet. Think about the possibility here. It's like when you're planning a trip, the planning phase can be so much fun because you get to say, what is it I'm after? What type of trip do I want to have here? How do I want to feel on that trip? What do I want to do on that trip? What's the purpose of this trip? What's the theme of this trip? And then you get to create a trip that represents that. And maybe then on the actual trip, there are bumps in the road where it doesn't feel quite like what you envisioned, but you can still bring those qualities even to the unidealistic circumstance that might come up on that trip. The same is true with this job search and this new aspect that you're taking. This layoff is your chance to reconnect or maybe another way to put it, to connect even more deeply to you beyond the evidence of what you see or what you do. Tapped in instead to who you are. The world is out there for us to interact with. Let's not trap ourselves into thinking that we had the perfect fit and now it's gone. Maybe that was the perfect fit, but guess what? The next perfect fit is on its way and it's perfect because it's what's coming. Let's help ourselves embrace this opportunity. So define what you want next. You don't have to know every detail. And this is where I actually see some uh, people going going a little um, off course here. They think when I say define what you want, that I mean pick a specific job title and make it only that. No, I'm looking at, yeah, what types of job titles would you want? But also like, what do you want your day to look like? And how do you want to feel as you're doing that? And what type of company culture do you think would help support that? And what type of people do you want to interact with? I worked at a company once where on day one, this was all remote company. Day one, I'm in a meeting and the CEO looks at me and goes, this is like a virtual Zoom. She goes, oh, you're one of the nice ones, aren't you? And I will never forget the way she said it. Because the tone read to me like, and that's a problem. 
read to me like, and that means you might not be cut out to work here because you might not be able to handle it. It felt to me like there was a pride of being cold almost. There was a a pride in masculine energy that suppressed the feminine. That was my first clue that that was not the place for me. But me working there helped me to realize that so much more deeply. And so maybe for you, there's this opportunity in your next role to realize things about yourself that you didn't know, that sometimes you need to experience the opposite of what you like and what you enjoy in order to truly own, holy moly, that is not me. And so define what you want from a place of looseness, of lightness, based on what you now know, and then taking action steps to help yourself confirm or reevaluate. And this brings us to step five, which is game plan how to get what you want. Remember, the want that we're after for our next job is not a conquest. It's not something to conquer. It's not an end destination to create. The whole journey is part of it. The job search itself is a part of you living in your want now. You're not trying to create what you want in order to be happy, in order to be you. No, you're being you along your way to the job that you've defined with some looseness and some play so that you're open up to the possibilities that you can't even imagine yet. So game plan how to get it. This is where, again, we can bring in our egoic side to create some structure, to give our human a sense of groundedness. And what we can do is we can decide, okay, I'm going to apply for jobs between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. every morning, and I'm going to look for these characteristics. Or I'm going to go on LinkedIn, and I'm going to search for these types of companies, this size and this sector. And I'm going to use that to help me figure out what I want. And we've probably heard this before, that job hunting in itself is a full-time job. And that can be true. Don't let that frustrate you. Let yourself embrace that so that when somebody says, oh, what did you do today? Oh, I looked for my next opportunity. Doesn't have to feel like you wasted your time. I have worked with clients who when they first come to me, they say things like, I am so upset that I have to resubmit another resume. Can't that company just look at my LinkedIn and see what I offer? And the truth is, yeah, they could, but that company has a lot of people to look at. And that company is looking for somebody to fill their role. And if you have the time and you have the interest, why not let yourself take the time to send them an application based on what they're looking for. This doesn't mean you have to slave away for hours on end, but it does mean you can use the opportunity of them posting a job for you to say, huh, who would I be if I had that role? How would I position myself for this role? And then upon answering those questions, complete their application. This isn't customizing for the sake of customizing. It's a way for you to decide if you even want that role by the way in which you apply to it. 
Because what I find is sometimes people think they know the role they want, but then when they really put themselves in the shoe of who they would be in that role, they realize, eh, kind of misses the bar. And I've also had it the opposite way where people think that's not the role they want, but they entertain an interview anyways, and they absolutely love it. Because sometimes companies are really bad at writing job descriptions. I was just working with somebody where the job description was not a very uh, accurate viewpoint of what the role would be. But my client knew that. How? Because we talked about the type of role they wanted and we talked about what that company was looking for. And we had some inside information on the company. And so we were able to think about the role in terms of what my client was after and present themselves in that way. And so when you're game planning how to get the role you want, we're looking for specific criteria like when are you going to apply? How much time are you dedicating? How many applications are you looking to get in in a week? And there's different methods for that. If you're not sure what you want, then I recommend spending a lot of time reading through job descriptions and applying to see what fits. If you know what you want and or are looking for a job that requires more years of experience, so not entry level, but higher up on that uh, hierarchy in that regard, then I'd look for quality over quantity. And that means really making sure the roles that you're applying for are ones you want. So you're not wasting your time because you have a lot of experience people are going to want to capitalize on. You're not wasting your time applying for roles because you're comfortable applying for those roles because you know you could do them without considering whether you even want them. And so that's where you want to narrow your focus in terms of what to target. And so that's why game planning is so important. And it really depends on you. We're creating a plan for you based on your level of experience, based on your needs. How quickly do you need a job? Because financial security can play a part in terms of the way we do our job search and how we go about that as well. And so that plays in as well. So that is why this game plan step is so customizable and also something I love creating with my clients so that we can create a plan that works for their life for what they want, for where they're at in their journey. So to recap the steps, we're acknowledging the emotion, we're identifying our headspace, we're reminding ourselves of who we are and getting grounded as we do so. We define what we want, we game plan to get it. This is how to approach ourselves if we've been laid off. This is what gets us back in touch with ourselves to create the next chapter for our lives, for our career, in a way that resonates, that lifts us up as we uplift the planet, as we hold ourselves along the way, as we acknowledge the feelings that come with this shift. Knowing the identity loss might create some sense of mourning, but not making that mean there isn't a way forward. This is what today's episode is all about. For all of you out there who have been laid off, Let this be a guide and let this be an invitation to reconnect to your truth, to go even deeper into what you want, to invite yourself to the forefront of your career and to cherish the fact that this could be the best thing for you. You don't need to know why, but you can look ahead from this place of hope, of inspired action, of perseverance, 
and connecting to the truth of who you are and bringing that to the next phase of your career from a place of self-appreciation because you know you have value to offer. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.